वन Good morning to everybody. I am Nicolas Bornos, President of CapitalLink, and I'm absolutely delighted to welcome you all to the 10th annual CapitalLink Operational Excellence in Shipping Forum. Our forum uh, is going to discuss and address critical topics of the industry across all areas of shipping operations, focusing on best industry practices. And of course, we're going to examine where the industry is coming from, where it is going, uh, in the current uh, environment. We are absolutely delighted and privileged, honored, I would say, to start the conference with uh, the uh, Secretary General of uh, IMO, Mr. Kitak Lim. Uh, he has been, as you know, he, he does not really need an introduction. Everybody knows him in the industry. Uh, he has been the Secretary General of the IMO since uh, January of, uh, um, of uh, 2016. And he has been leading the organization and the industry through one of the most critical periods of uh, the industry itself. The industry has been going uh, through a tremendous uh, number of changes, transformative changes, uh, accelerated uh, right now uh, because of the pandemic. So um, having uh, the Secretary General with us, uh, opening the conference, um, we look forward to your message. And again, thank you very much for, uh, for joining us. And uh, Mr. Secretary, the floor is yours. Uh, thank you, the excellencies, distinguished participants, and ladies and gentlemen. It is a great pleasure to open this digital forum. The spread of the coronavirus has placed the entire world in an unprecedented situation. In these difficult times, the ability for shipping services and the seafarers to deliver vital goods, including medical supply and food, is essential, essential to responding to and eventually overcoming this pandemic. Therefore, it is crucially important the flow of commerce by sea should not be unnecessarily disruptive. At the same time, the safety of life at sea and protection of a marine environment must also remain paramount. I have been extremely impressed with the unprecedented level of cooperation and collaboration between IMO member governments, UN entities, and the industry organizations. Together with our industry partners and the colleagues in the WHO, World Health Organization, and other UN agencies like ICAO, ILO, UNCTAD, WTO, IMO has been developing and issuing practical advice and guidance on a variety of technical and operational matters to facilitate international trade and coordinate responses. However, we are now facing a crisis in shipping. I am referring here to the humanitarian crisis. Hundreds of thousands of seafarers still waiting to be repatriated after many months at the sea, having stayed 
put away beyond their original contract. They are fatigued and weary. Some seafarers have now been marooned at the sea for 15 months, months of a maximum time at the sea of 11 months set out in the International Labor Organization Maritime Labor Convention. Last week, the UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres joined our call for action calling on all countries to formally designate seafarers and other marine personnel as key workers and ensure crew changeover can safely take place. I have personally endorsed the crew change protocol, which have been developed by industry bodies to ensure safe crew changes. It is imperative that the governments implement these protocols, allowing stranded seafarers at the end of a contract to repatriate and others to join ships and replace them. I recognize that some countries have acted to designate seafarers as key workers to facilitate crew change by implementing crew change protocols developed by the INDATS, which I have endorsed to allow for repatriation to ease travel restriction involving the issuance of a passport and visas and to give seafarers access to medical care. But others, have not done so. And we are at the critical point now. I implore governments to do more today. This cannot wait. This is now a real safety issue, endangering the safe operation of ships. We cannot expect seafarers to stay at the sea forever. Governments must allow shipping to continue moving by getting seafarers to their home and to their ships to work. I have spoken many times of our voyage together. Never has the spirit of those wars been more important than it is now. So I'm impressed by the unprecedented level of a cooperation collaboration among all maritime stakeholders during this pandemic. We needed to capitalize on this unprecedented cooperation as we move forward. The pandemic has shown that shipping remains the prime mover of goods. Therefore, shipping and maritime will be at the heart of the recovery of the COVID-19. Digitalization, big data, and new technologies such as artificial intelligence and robotics are the key in enabling the post-COVID recovery and taking shipping into this new era. Increase the data collection, processing, and interconnectivity capabilities, enabling automated system to be controlled remotely or through artificial intelligence. The increased automation in shipping has the potential to increase safety, improve environmental performance, and enable more cost-effective shipping. 
IMO is working to ensure shipping can embrace the digital revolution while ensuring safety, environmental protection, as well as cyber security. Another area which has gained momentum in the COVID-19 crisis is IMO's work to enhance shipping efficiency, knowing the many challenges awaiting shipping and international trade. IMO is working to ensure the adoption of technologies that increase the connectivity and efficiency of the working practices in maritime transport and ship management, be it in marine communications or the exchange of information in the ship-to-ship -ship as well as ship-to-shore interfaces, including through the so-called single window concept. Cooperation between shipping port logistics will be vital to enhance the efficiency and the sustainability of shipping, therefore facilitate trade and foster economic recovery and prosperity. Communications, cooperation, collaboration are key to our success. And I appreciate in particular the enhanced participation and the contribution of a member state, but also the shipping and the port industry in the facilitating convention committee meeting. A good example for our cooperation is the successful implementation of the global sulfur limit in ship fuel oils, which is IMO 2020, despite the COVID-19 pandemic. The IMO member state and many other stakeholders worked tirelessly in the run-up to its entry into force, as well as in the first months of implementation to ensure the transition would be harmonized. And so far, it has indeed been smooth with only small numbers of case unavailable compliant fuel reported to IMO. Of course, we continue to monitor the situation. Ladies and gentlemen, the single biggest challenge we are still facing is the battle against the global warming climate change. IMO has adopted its initial strategy for decarbonization with clear targets and ambitions. Importantly, the reduction of the total annual GHG emissions by at least 50% by 2050. This strategy includes ships design, equipment, propulsion efficiency, operational practices, and future fuels. At the same time, IMO is pursuing efforts to phase out GHG emissions completely as soon as possible within this century. Member government, shipping, and the shipbuilding industry, port industry, classification society, and technical R&D institutions all are highly committed to meeting the targets. Above all, new fuel technologies and innovation will be vital in the IMO strategy. While research into developing zero-carbon marine fuels is underway with hydrogen, ammonia, or biofuels and electricity, consider the viable options more option is needed to speed up this process. This requires huge investment, notably in R&D and infrastructure development. To achieve this, IMO is stepping up its efforts to act 
as the global forum and the promoter of R&D in zero carbon marine fuels, bringing together all interested stakeholders from public and private sectors. In parallel, IMO will embark on emission reduction mechanism like a market-based measure to incentivize the uptake of alternative renewable fuels. Lastly, IMO continues to expand the technical cooperation and the capacity building projects for developing countries, in particular small island developing countries. Ladies and gentlemen, despite these unprecedented circumstances, it is of utmost importance to not only to everything in our power to mitigate the impact of COVID-19 on shipping, international trade and seafarers, but also to progress on our most important policy issues. IMO is currently having and preparing informal and the formal virtual meetings to discuss key policy, including GHG issues, to keep momentum of our current strategy and other major policy issues. So shipping remains unchallenged as the carrier, as the carrier of goods in a truly sustainable ways. I wish this Crystal Forum every success and I wish all participants stay well and safe and happy. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye.